Thank you, Lord. God is good. Amen. All right. Without further ado, come on down, Grace. Any announcements? Prayer meeting, 7 o'clock Wednesday at the church. No kids' church today. It's going to be good because I get to speak on electrical magnetic frequencies. So we're going to have some science class this morning. How about that? Amen. And you kids can learn something. Father, I thank you and praise you, Lord God, for this day. And I pray, Father, and thank you for each person here. I pray your blessings upon them in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord God, that you are Jehovah Jireh, God our provider. And, Lord God, you have your provision for us ahead of time, Lord God. And your word says we have not because we ask not. And, Lord God, we are asking in Jesus' name that you would do a miracle work and power in all of our finances here and in this place and upon your people in these days and these times. And we're trusting in you, Lord, and believing on your word. And we're given into your kingdom where rust and moth will not devour. And we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen? amen. Right. Praise the Lord. All right. Hallelujah. Beautiful day out there today. Yeah, go ahead. I just want to say really quickly... Because the Lord spoke it to me this morning, and I thought he wanted me to share this. That I realized this morning, like for two or three years now that we've been out of retail and back at our home, we haven't done any advertising for our business, right? And God has provided every year new clients, bigger jobs, all this stuff. And just so provided for us. Right, Joe, with no advertising. None. Like, none. Facebook, yeah. And, um, but the Lord just really spoke to me to share this this morning. Chris and I don't take any income from the church. It's for the Lord. Praise God, because I have a strong, hardworking husband who runs our business. And so everything we, everything this church does that is financial is for the Lord, is for the ministry. And I just want to encourage everyone, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord over your offerings and your tithes and your giving. Because just like he has blessed us financially, and, you know, it's funny because I don't think of it a lot. Like, it's the actually like the first time I think that I've thought about the connection of no advertising, you know, doing advertising for over 30 years in regular business, and then no advertising, but God just keeps pouring it in and gives us the exact provision that we need for the time. And sometimes it's not a lot, but it's always enough. And so that's what we have to trust and keep believing, because I do believe that as we just surrender to the Lord, that the the, greater blessing is coming because the Lord wants to use it. And, um, And pray over this church, pray over the finances of this church and what God wants us to do. Uh, with those finances 
um, as we build them up in Jesus' name and get ready to do action. So that's all I want to share. Amen. Yeah, we can stay up here all day talking about how God has provided for us in many ways, right down to the last minute of the last hour, you know, and it just all of a sudden a miracle happens and it's a God thing. God shows up, you know, and all that worry and stress was just a waste of time, you know, and now we've learned over the years that, you know what, we're not going to worry about it anymore because God's got it under control. Amen? All right. Thank you, Lord. I want to talk to you today about frequencies. Electrical magnetic frequencies or EMFs. Do you know what the definition of frequency is? No. Okay, I got it right here. It's the rate of something that occurs or is repeated over a particular period of time or in a given, ex- or, or in a given sample. The rate at which a vibration occurs that constitutes a wave, either in a material as in sound waves or an electrical magnetic field as in radio waves and light. And it's usually measured per second. Now, where did our, where did our little kids go? Where is that from? Harry, did you hear that? This is science class, and I know you love science and space and all that stuff. You too, Jack. Now I want to talk to you about the brain. Your brain that God put in you. The brain operates largely, largely through electrical signals. All right? Sent between approximately, now go figure this out. This is amazing. This is how good God is. You know, when God created you and he created your brain, he put 100 billion neurons in your brain. That's amazing, isn't it? 100 billion neurons. That is a, when I read that, I was like, wow, that is amazing. And they're all nerve cells. Those neurons are all nerve cells. And they're spread out across different regions. The firing of these neurons happen rapidly and creates wave-like rhythms. You understand that, what's happening? These firing of these neurons are moving so fast in your brain that they're creating a wave-like rhythm that actually can be measured by highly sensitive equipment or, or um, yeah, highly sensitive equipment. Megahertz measures waves and frequencies, right? The rate at which the neurons fire and the synchronicity between the firing generates varying different waves, which scientists have actually mapped, which is amazing. They've mapped them, they've categorized them, 
and they correlated them to different states of consciousness. And if you're interested in more of this, you can look up all this, how the brain functions through this site called the spiritscience.net. And why I want to go over all of this with you today, why I gave you this little science class this morning, is to give you an understanding of the spiritual realm in which we live in and how it works. Because in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, and this is the New Century Version, it says, Be careful what you think, because your thoughts run your life. Be careful what you think, because your thoughts run your life. We have to take captive every thought, correct? What's what the Bible says? Take captive every thought. Because we are getting bombarded by all kinds of frequencies. All kinds of electrical magnetic frequencies. We are being bombarded today in our minds. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 6, Second Corinthians, there we go, chapter 10, verses 3 through 6. It says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against up sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once our obedience is complete. We have to guard our minds, church. We have to guard our minds. And how we guard our minds is by pleading the blood of Jesus over our minds daily. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 7, and mom knows this scripture. She can quote this off the top of her head. She does it many times in prayer meeting. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant and has made in the likeness of men and was made in the likeness of men. We have to take captive all these thoughts because I'm telling you what, who is the prince in the power of the air? The devil is, Satan is, that is correct. And he is out there and he's got his frequency going. Right? And he's speaking to your minds. We have to say to ourselves, and we should say it every morning when we get up. First thing before the feet hit the ground, 
Let this mind be in me that is in Christ Jesus. Amen. Do you know what kind of power that will do to your spirit, man? It's going to set you off on the right foot every morning. You're not going to be thinking bad thoughts. And when those thoughts come, you're going to take them captive, right? Just like it says, every act of disobedience, once your obedience is complete, you're going to take captive every act of those disobediences. You're going to, you're going to learn. You're going to recognize that. You're going to recognize immediately that that's not of God. Those thoughts are stinking thinking, is what our senior pastor Tom, who's passed now, said. You know, when we were under his ministry, you're going to take that stinking thinking captive because you know in your mind what's right. And God has put in us his spirit, and in his spirit is the recognition of right and wrong. We all know when you do wrong. That's called consciousness. That's the Holy, I call it the Holy Spirit. Because you know when you do something wrong when you do it. You know it in your heart. You're like, oh, that was wrong. Or I said something to somebody, and I know it. Oh, that was wrong. I shouldn't have said that. Am I speaking life or I'm speaking death? Because I'm telling you these frequencies that are in the air, right, that the devil has, these frequencies that he has in the atmosphere going around all day long are speaking death to you. And I'll give you some great examples in here. I'm way ahead of myself. This week I heard Joyce Myers on TV. And normally, and you can, my wife will testify to this, normally Joyce Myers is not one I'm going to stick around and, and listen to. You know? It's, it's true. It's like, oh, Joyce is on Click It. Next channel, you know. I don't know what it is, if it's just because she's such a strong woman of the faith that it maybe intimidates me. I don't know. If it's her voice, I don't know. But I know she's doing God's will, and she's doing her ministry, and she's working part of the body where God's called her to work. Amen? And it's nothing. She, it's just me. All right? It's just me. But she said something that was really powerful. She was talking about renewing her mind. And she gave the testimony of when she was smoked, when she started smoking. She you knows she started smoking cigarettes at the age of nine. And she quit at the age of 35. And it said that she tried all kinds of things to quit smoking. You know, she tried all kinds of things to make her help her quit smoking. But none of it really worked. It wasn't until she started talking to herself positive things. Saying, I'm not addicted to cigarettes. I don't need this nicotine. It wasn't until she got rid of the negative frequencies that were speaking to her, telling her that, yeah, you are addicted to this. You know, you have a problem. Yeah, you are addicted to this. I can't give up cigarettes. I got to have it every day. I got to have it first thing in the morning. I got to have it at night. I know I used to smoke. Trust me, I know that feeling. 
I smoked for a long time myself. And, uh, and that was just the minor things I did. You know, I'm not going to go into all the other details. But it wasn't until she started saying, I can quit. I'm not addicted. I don't need these cigarettes. And she said after two weeks she, was, she quit cigarettes totally and has not gone back. See, it's the different, it's the different thinking. It's the different frequency. Now, who do you think is telling her that she was addicted? Who do you think is telling her she needs a cigarette every morning? The enemy. Do you think that's God? Frequency? No. In Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 12... It says, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's in the air. It's above us. And they're sending out frequencies all the time. And Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 2, it says that Satan is the ruler. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world. And the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient, that's Satan. Because in our perfect obedience, we wouldn't be disobedient, would we? Like in Corinthians, when I read it. Our disobedience is not a work of God, it's a work of the devil. But once you learn what obedience is, you become obedient. Because you don't want to be disobedient anymore. It's kind of like when you really truly love God, or love your spouse, or love your partner... You don't want to hurt them, right? You don't want to do anything to ruin your relationship. You don't want to say mean things about them. You don't want to hurt them with words or deeds because you love them and you have so much respect and love for them that it hurts you when you see them hurt, right? You don't want to see somebody upset. I, my wife could testify, I don't ever want to see her upset or mad or angry. I don't. I don't know what she said, but praise the Lord. God's in control here. Amen. You know what? Nikolai Tesla, Nikolai Tesla said that if you could eliminate certain outside frequencies that interfered with our own frequencies, we would have greater disease resistance. Wow, isn't that powerful? That was back in the 1800s when he said that. Nikolai Tesla. If we can get rid of all of these outside frequencies that interfere with our frequencies, we would have a greater disease resistance. Boy, we need to claim that for today over this COVID-19. 
Think about all of the negative frequencies that are out there right now going through our state, going over the airways, on the radio, on the television. What we're speaking, what we're sending out, all of the negative frequencies, they're bombarding us. If you were to listen to them, you might as well crawl up in a ball, hide in a corner, and live the rest of your life there until you're dead. Right? Because you wouldn't feel like going out even into the world or doing anything. And that's exactly where the devil wants you. Inactive. Inefficient. Kept back. Hide in the corner. Don't get out. Stay in darkness. We need to come against it. We need to take this, these negative frequencies and come against them and stand up against them. There's power. And I'm telling you, there is a stronghold there over these frequencies. And it's the devil. And the Bible says if you rebuke the devil, he will flee. We need to rebuke the devil. We need to send that frequency right back to hell where it's coming from. Amen? If we can resist these frequencies, we would have greater resistance to disease. We would have a whole new mindset. You know, Jesus told his disciples that greater works shall you do than I do. Well, I'm going to tell you what, if you're not on God's frequency, you're never going to do those greater works. We'll never get to where God wants us to be. Or to reach the potential that we can be. If we're listening to the wrong frequencies all the time. We have to learn to break through the atmosphere or the frequency of the devil to get to the frequency of God. And how you do that is by blocking out. Covering your mind with the precious blood of Jesus. Every day, we got to cover our minds with the precious blood of Jesus. You get a bad thought, take it captive. Say, that's not of God. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. And then you got to speak positive things over yourself. No, I'm kind. I'm loving. I'm walking in the fruits of the Spirit. Gentleness, self-control. You know, we got to walk in the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. That's what we need to walk in. That's what we need to keep reminding ourselves every day. Let this mind that's in me be in Christ Jesus. Let your mind be focused on God. Get in tune with His frequency. And you'll see things in your world start to change. You will have a better outlook of what's going on. A better understanding. Of what's happening. You know, I pray someday, like I could be like Elisha when he walked out. When he was surrounded by all this army. And his servants said, aren't you afraid? And he said, afraid of what? Let me open your eyes so you can look around. And what did he see? Chariots of fire with horses. All around the hill. And he said, see, there's more of them. There's more with us than of them. And then he took a whole army captive and blinded them. 
by a word, by a frequency that was spoken out. And when you start speaking positive things, it starts disrupting the enemy's frequency. When you are in prayer, do you know that prayer will, you know, they studied a human brain. When it was in meditation or prayer, that it raised the megahertz. Normally your brain is functioning at like 8 or 12 on a daily, regular basis, megahertz. That's the frequency that's going out nice and steady. But all of a sudden you go into prayer, it raises at 15 megahertz. That's amazing. That's a whole different frequency. Right? It's amazing. That's why prayer is so important. We get ourselves on an elevated frequency, or mind on an elevated shade, or a higher frequency. I like to think it's above the enemy's frequency, which is at 8 or 12. Go up 15 megahertz above that. Well, now I'm at like 27, you know, 23, 27 megahertz. That's where I want to be operating constantly. You know, and unfortunately, I know for myself, in reality, that's not where I always operate. I can get right down there probably below 8 megahertz with some pretty negative stinking thinking. You know, but then you got to realize, wait a minute, that's not who I am. That's not what I am. That's not who's in me, greater who's in me than he who's in the world. 1 John 4, 4. Amen? But we need to come against all this negative thinking that's going on. John Eldridge, I love John Eldridge. He gave an example of a time when they were in prayer and they gathered in a small group of folks to lay hands on one of their friends and pray for his physical healing. And he said that we were laying hands on him and we were praying and we were all praying. And he goes, but nothing was happening. He asked God silently and quietly in his mind. He said, God, why isn't, why, why are, why isn't this happening? Why isn't this working? What is going on? Why isn't this working? You know, your word says to lay hands on people and they will be healed. Pray for them. Pray for the sick. Lay hands on them. But we're not seeing any results here. What are we doing wrong? How many times have you prayed for somebody? And you lay hands on them and you're praying for them. But you're not seeing a result. How many times? Many times. And, he's, and then he asked God, he goes, God, how do we change? So then, then, this is exactly how I think. So what am I doing wrong? Right? What am I doing? What are we doing wrong? That we're not seeing, seeing the results. So he asked God, God, how do we change the way we're praying? And that wasn't the answer. God said, Jesus said to John Eldridge, he goes, why don't you ask him how he feels about his body? Or how he feels about himself? 
So John said it was an awkward moment because they were all praying, and he interrupted this whole prayer thing because Jesus told him, asked him how he feels about himself. So he asked him, and he goes, well, his answer was, it's easy. I hate my body. I hate myself. Think about that sometimes about yourself and think about whose frequency was that guy listening to he wasn't going to get healed by any prayer because he did not believe in it himself he did not believe in himself now God can do anything don't get me wrong here Because God can heal anybody, anytime, anywhere. Right? And God can change the heart of a man in an instant. But this guy wasn't willing to accept that. His wiring, John Eldred said, and he actually said this, his wiring was all mixed up. He was wired to the wrong frequency. And he wasn't believing in God's frequency or healing. And that's why he wasn't getting his, his answer. And he was holding on to his, you could say, diagnosis or whatever it was. He wasn't letting go. He was believing that more than he was believing in the power of God and the word of God. He said, you cannot bring blessing into the body while the owner of the body was still cursing it. We need to think more of ourselves than what we think. Because God created each and every one of us here individually. Individually, with our own personalities, for perfection. He created your bodies to operate perfectly, wholly. He created you Specifically for you, for who you are in such a time as this. And he's got plans for you. But we won't know those plans if we don't tune in to Jesus. If we don't tune in to him. That is why we need to take every thought, every negative thought of ourselves and of others captive. So that we can live with the frequency of God. We need to put our minds and our bodies under the blood. We need to rebuke the devil. And his frequency. Tune them out and tune God's in. Do you know that research actually proves that patients who have a positive attitude are more likely to recover? Think about, think about how many people, you know, and we're, I'm praying this right now over our, my sister-in-law, Julie's sister, mom's daughter, aunt's here, that Terry would not accept this diagnosis of cancer and that she would be healed of it miraculously in Jesus' name and she wouldn't listen to the devil 
and his frequency, but she would listen to God and his frequency that he's got plans for her, plans to prosper, plans for her to be in good health. That means the whole body. And perfect functioning under God's word as God created it to function. And you can claim that for yourself. Amen? We don't need to accept that we have any disease because disease is not of God. Disease is of the devil. And we need to pray that she'd have a positive outlook. Can you imagine all of the possibilities if we were to really get through this? If we can get through this devil's frequency of bombarding us into God's frequency, can you imagine? All things are possible with God. I can't imagine all the things that we could do. They're limitless, endless. Because God is limitless and endless. Amen? He knows the beginning and the end. And he knows everything in between. And he's just waiting for us to break through the devil's frequency. You know, have you ever been in a plane? I've been in a plane a lot of times. And it's amazing. When you take off in a plane and you start to go up in the sky, and it's cloudy, it's miserable, it can be thundering and lightning. But once you break above the clouds, and you get up above the clouds, and you can't see a cloud in sight, nothing but blue sky everywhere. It's like you're flying over an ocean of blue. And it's crystal clear and beautiful. And you can look down below you, and you can even see the lightning in the clouds flashing down from the earth. You can see all of this happening below you. It's amazing. I once flew into Phoenix in Arizona, and it was a wicked lightning storm. Unbelievable. And when we got up above the clouds, it just crested up over, and you can see the sun getting ready to set in the west. It was just amazing. It was an amazing sight. That's what it's like. We need to break through all of the devils. What, what, what can I say? It's a facade. All of the devil's facades and lies. It's not real. But once you break through all of those lies of who you are, and you get up there and you're soaring up there above in God's frequencies and you can just look forever for miles and miles and miles and see nothing but blue. You are, it's just ama it's amazing. And that's where God wants us to be, operating there in the heavenlies. But I'm telling you, we let ourselves, we let our children, our grandchildrens, we let our own selves and our own family get wrapped up in these frequencies below that. That we get like Peter when you step out of the boat and you're focused on Jesus all of a sudden, things are going well, and you're walking on the water. But then when you took your eyes off him, he started seeing the waves, the wind, 
and the turmoil, and he started to go under, and he cried out, Jesus, help me. That's what happens. We get overwhelmed about what's going on all around us that we forget about who we're looking at or what the goal is. Exactly where we're supposed to be. Thank you. And that's where God wants us. That's what God has for us. Amen? Amen. So we need to listen. And we need to take every thought captive. But we need to be listening for God's frequencies in our lives. Because I'm telling you, it's like once you hear that and you're obedient to it and you recognize, wait a minute, that was God's frequency. Then you, you start to tune into it more. You train yourself. I'll tell you another little quick story. Is I've got ringing in my ear and I don't have it because it's healed in Jesus' name. <laughs> but ever since I was little, I had a high-pitched ring. And I was telling my wife about this. It's like when you go take a hearing test, you hear a, you know, they give different tones, like different frequencies, actually. They sound in your ear, different things. And I told her, I said, mine's really high-pitched, and, and it's constant. And I was like, I told Julie, I said, wow, I just heard a lower frequency in my ear. That was different. That was going at the same time as the high pitch. It was almost like a baritone sound, like a Not a bass, but like just a steady. And I'm thinking, that was going at the same time I'm hearing this high, really high-pitched one. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of odd. I've never heard that before. But maybe I believe in that it's God's frequency. A little bit different. Maybe God's working and healing my ears. Praise the Lord. I accept it in Jesus' name. Healed in Jesus' name. Amen? Maybe I'm learning how to tune in more in these day and age, because that's what we really need to do. I mean, it's life and death out there right now. It's a pretty scary world to live in. But we got nothing to fear because we got Christ on our side. And we have the hope of heaven all before us and eternity. All before us, which is exciting. Amen? Amen. All right. I'll stop there. Now, we're going to sing another song, right? The blessing? All right. Praise the Lord. Let's close in prayer. Or actually stand up for the blessing in number 6, 24 through 26. And if you guys want, if you guys can if you stand up while we worship, that's great. But if you can't, I can understand that too. But boy, I want to just come down here a lot of times when I'm up there worshiping and just get out here and stand up, raise my arms and move around. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Give me some flags. I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's all for Jesus. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace on all sides. And may you have a great day. And may you be blessed as we sing this song of the blessing over you today. May you be blessed the rest of the week. I pray, Lord God, that, Lord, we would tune you in and tune out the devil. Yes. In Jesus' name. Thank and that we Jesus. would train ourselves to hear your frequency, Lord God. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.